0: Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world. People who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com.
1: Good morning. Good morning, champions. I am Monica Rickey. I'm a personal development, self-mastery, and success habits coach, and... That means I help people create lives and businesses they love and desire and deserve. And it is so incredibly gratifying for me to be here with you today because you're in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, founded by Glenn Lundy, the one and only and the best speaker in the United States. If you are not a member yet of the Breakfast with Champions Club, please hit the title of the room up top and hit that little word it should say join if you're not already a member and you'll get notified when we open rooms under this club day or night and in case you're new here which we hope you are new here that means we're growing uh in case you're new here we want you to know that this is your place where you can come every monday through saturday starting at 5 a.m eastern time for motivation education and inspiration and during the week we are followed by the fabulous social media show At 11 a.m. And on Saturdays, we are uh, we wrap up at 10 a.m. After Brian Benstock's incredible Saturday sales meeting. Do not miss that. And as we get started this morning with this fantastic room that costs you exactly zero dollars. You know what I want to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to share this room out. So in exchange and in reciprocity for the zero dollars love that we require from you, we uh, we just ask you that you share this room and share the love on the hallways, in your social media accounts, by using the button uh, the, at the bottom to text out your friends and let them know that this is where you spend your Saturday mornings, in mindset and personal development land, because you are a champion. That's what champions do. So we really uh, invite you to share. We have 16 shares this morning already. Thank you so much. To keep those shares going, because as this room progresses this morning, it just gets better and better. It just gets better and better. We have uh, Brad Caldwell, we've got uh, Renee coming up, we've got Brielle, Barbara, and um of course, Brian and some other fantastic speakers today. I also want to let you know about some of the other resources before we jump into our content this morning. If you miss a segment, you can always listen to the replays so in order to do that you just need to go to breakfastwithchampions.live and sign up to subscribe to the podcast if you prefer an email summary you can get a free one of those every week or every day you can go to bwcdaily.com and we also invite you to go to another site which is bwcdailyprime And that's coming in January. And that will be a a premium peer-driven community for motivated small business owners. So you can stop working by yourself. Stop working alone. Join your tribe. Bwcdailyprime.com is how you avail yourself of that. And that is going to be a waiting list at the moment. So just to let you know, that's not quite, not quite, uh, ready for prime time but it will be so get yourself on the waiting list also the morning planners are coming out the morning planner five sorry start again the morning five planner.com and this is a wonderful beautiful way to help you start your day so as I mentioned earlier my name is Monica Ricky. you'll see at the t- I'm at the top in a turquoise ring and I start these Saturday mornings every week I've been doing it since May and I'm really enjoy it because it's it's a beautiful way for me to start my day in the right mindset. And it's a beautiful way for me to kind of share what's been on my mind around the development per, or the area of personal development and growth. Good morning to all my friends on stage, by the way. I just um, don't want to be remiss in saying that. I so appreciate you being here this morning, this early. And so, what we're going to talk about today is one of the things that Tony Robbins talks about. And I know many of you know Tony Robbins, many of you have studied Tony Robbins, and some of you have even worked with Tony Robbins. And one of the concepts that I draw most upon in my work and in coaching my clients is the idea that Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs. And you may be familiar with Abraham Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, which is a valuable model However, Tony Robbins is also, uh Tony Robbins model is also very valuable and it puts a finer point really on the hierarchy of needs. And so I'm going to talk today, not about the six human needs, but about one of them. And I maybe I'll do a series. I think this could be fun if we do a series. Um, but the six human needs, just as an overview, are certainty, uncertainty, love, which we also call connection, significance growth, and contribution. And these six human needs are, are not desires. They're not wants. They're not nice to haves. They are psychological needs that we each consistently satisfy or attempt to satisfy both consciously and unconsciously. And these six human needs define our deepest motivations and they determine how we prioritize and make decisions and the actions that we, that we you know, deploy as we go throughout our life. In fact, every day we unconsciously strive to meet those needs. And we do that with, you know, varying levels of success, of course. And, you know, sometimes it's so funny. Sometimes when you look back on your life and you look back on things that you did before or ways that you behaved or things you said, if you ask yourself, what need was I looking to fulfill with that behavior? That can really shine a light on some things that you may not have seen about yourself before. I know it's definitely for, for me. And in, in, you know, it kind of goes along, it can kind of go along with that, that thought about, what was I thinking? Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Well, maybe you were thinking that you were trying to fulfill one of the six human needs and you didn't even realize it. And so this work is really helpful when you're in leadership, when you're in a leadership position, or when you're leading your family, or when you're being self-aware yourself, is when someone is behaving in a specific way it's so helpful to say well which of those needs is that person trying to get fulfilled right now and they may or may not even know it right is it the need for significance do they need to feel important right now do they need to feel connected to me right now is that why they're doing that and maybe they don't feel connected right the six human needs are an incredibly illuminating tool and model to use so today We're going to talk about one of them because when we meet those needs for ourselves, we can experience incredible happiness and joy and fulfillment. But sometimes when those needs are not met, we also tend to feel unfulfilled. Even though our Maslow needs for food and water and shelter and, you know, belongingness, even when a lot of our Maslow needs are fulfilled, if our six human needs, if many of them are not met, We can feel unsatisfied, unfulfilled. And we may not even know why we feel unhappy, right? Like maybe life looks great, but we're still, there's still something underneath that's unhappy about us. And it may have to do with your needs. And we prioritize them differently from person to person. So some seasons of life... Needs are different, right? Your need for certainty may be higher in certain seasons of your life than your need for connection or contribution. And, and you know, we certainly as human beings, we reserve the right to to shift and reorder and reprioritize these things as our lives go on. So I want to talk about certainty today. I want to talk about why it's so important to so many of us, right? We have this need for certainty, for safety, for stability predictability we like to feel we need to feel secure in certain areas of our lives and we want to avoid pain as well right that's part of that certainty thing and our brains are biologically wired to keep us safe and alive and so this is another reason why certainty is is you know can be i shouldn't say is but can be high on your list your brain craves that certainty because without it, you can't really be fully prepared for the future. And it's hard to be fully present if you don't feel safe. Certainty is very much around feeling safe. So if you don't feel safe, it's it's nearly impossible to focus on anything else. And so I'm curious as to, when we talk about certainty, you know, why might somebody have a higher need for certainty versus another person? The the, the thing that comes to my mind first, it comes from my old background in um, in organizing and productivity. And what I found was that people who needed help with organizing and productivity often came from backgrounds that were that were chaotic, that were unpredictable. And so they really needed and craved that kind of order in their life. And so sometimes that has to do with, you know, maybe your, your higher need for certainty. Or conversely, it may, the opposite may be true. Someone who comes from an incredibly chaotic background may be very comfortable in that background because it's what they're accustomed to. And so too much certainty and predictability feels confining to them. And this is a fascinating difference between individuals, right? So as we look at ourselves, how do we deploy this quest for certainty in our lives and is it an empowering way or is it in a disempowering way so this is going to be an interesting conversation today um if you were to look say at my lifestyle right now it many of you know me and and have been here with me for a while on stage and in the in the um garden of excellence but some of you do not and, and i live nomadically so that means that i move from place to place to place and i've been doing this coming up on two years it'll be two years very soon So I literally have zero home base. I have no home base and I move and I stay with friends, family, colleagues, people that I meet along the way. And it is so much fun and it's such an adventure. And when I tell people that, they have one of two uh, responses, generally one response, and this may be you, you you think, oh my gosh, never in a million years, I could never do that. And then the other response is, that sounds like so much fun. I wish I could do that. Right. And so you might extrapolate from this lifestyle that in this season of my life, certainty is clearly not highest, not my highest need. Because I mean, I don't know where I'm gonna be in you know, a month from now. I don't know where I'm gonna be living or staying. I shouldn't say living, but staying a month from now, or you know, six months from now. So so for me right now, my my need for certainty seems to be a little bit lower on my list, right? But some of the things that we can do to create a sense of certainty in our lives is one of the things that that Glenn talks about with having a consistent morning routine that helps me in the midst of my uncertainty where I'm not going to you know, where I'm going to be staying that helps me feel grounded helps me feel certain right some of us do a regular meditation practice a regular or a regular prayer practice or a gratitude practice or we practice of a, a faith on a consistent basis. That's another way that we can build that feeling of certainty into our lives and meet that need. And We invest money into savings and retirement plans. Perhaps we keep our home environments orderly and organized. And we have a support network. We have people that we can turn to. We have Breakfast with Champions. We have other, other people that we can turn to that give us the certainty that we have resources available to us in a crisis what else can you think of this is uh this is interactive this morning pop your mic open or use the chat of course use the chat good morning to everyone in the chat thank you for for using that what else do you all think you can see yourself doing that creates a sense of certainty for you so that you're meeting that that very important human need that tony robbins talks about of certainty What's up for you as we think about
0: this? Jump in. This is Starstina. Good morning. For me, I have to say movement. I just have to move every day or else I feel extremely stale. That's it.
1: Movement. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a great one. I'm going to add that one to my list. Starstina. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That for me, if we if you had if we asked, how does that create certainty for you? I would say for me, it creates a sense of that I am taking control of an aspect of my health that I have control of, you know, because certainty is also kind of lumped in with control. Thank you for sharing that. Anyone else wanna jump in and talk about how you create certainty or how you see others create certainty in their
0: lives? Well, Monica, it's not necessarily a positive, but it goes back to, you know, the fine line between certainty, um, you know, needing order and certainty out of anxiety and i know when i went commission-based that created great anxiety for me (laughs) and so i actually left that and went for something you know salary with bonuses um because i was straight commission and i'll have to say that sometimes i don't know how you want to word this but i need certainty in finances sometimes because i can um i talked yesterday about getting out of the scarcity mindset so that may change as i do some coaching but i think um anxiety goes for me along with money and therefore you know there's so many entrepreneurs how would you combat that if you're trying you know so do you get where i'm going with that
1: Absolutely, absolutely. well, the other you know it's interesting because the the other side of the content that I have this morning is talking about exactly what you just said, which is when we don't have certainty, what do we what do we do to try to create it that may be coming from a place of anxiety absolutely or or feeling unsafe and and exactly what you said, Mary Lynn, absolutely applies. Um, we can also look at things like hoarding behaviors. Again, this comes from My days in the organizing world, you know, people who have, who display hoarding behaviors very often trying to create a sense of control and sense of certainty around their environment. Even though you and I may look at a hoarded hoarded situation, a hoarding behavior situation and think, oh my goodness, that's, you know, so incredibly dysfunctional. There's something that works for that person about that behavior to create that sense of control, even though it may not be empowering and it may not be a positive experience Ultimately, it's coming from that place of, um, of anxiety or loss or trauma, right? There's also substance abuse. You know, people trying to control their mood state, perhaps. Feeling certain about how they feel using substances. Or someone who consistently tries to manipulate situations or control others' behavior. Right, and that person that you know who tries to control everything, perhaps that is them unconsciously trying to meet their need for control and certainty because they have they feel so little of it, right? Also, how it shows up in your relationships too. You know, are you a person who is very jealous or possessive or clingy in your relationships? Maybe that comes from a a place of feeling uncertain or wanting to create that certainty and in the workplace we can see that too right when we when we as leaders if we micromanage other people are we trying to create that certainty right in the workplace that we are not going to be responsible for something that might fail so we might try to micromanage everything or obsessing over details 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 like every detail becoming you know really sort of high strung over everything. Or perhaps, have you ever known someone who over explains themselves, right, to everybody about why they've done something or the justify reasons for doing things? These can be ways that that need for certainty is trying to become, you know, be fulfilled. Is any of that resonating with anyone? Do you do you know someone? Do you work with someone who who you think fits one of those or maybe it's yourself and you think and you never really maybe connected it with this unconscious need to create some certainty or some level of control is that is it was that you know uh, did that pop anything up in your mind you think oh wow that's maybe that's why my mom is that way or my brother or maybe it's you know my partner or even myself maybe that's why I try to you know obsess over details
0: so much I don't understand it I'm definitely one of those. I, I, I am resonating control over, uh, at the Christmas party, who's sitting where or, you know, no, the tree has to look like this, you know, because of such an, I think chaotic, um, upbringing and uncertainty that those little things being in control of give me. What I think is a remedy to anxiety, but it's just really based out of anxiety. So woo wee, good, good topic,
1: well thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. That was a really good insight too, by the way. Um and Kimberly Ann, thank you for using the chat. Kimberly Ann mentions that she she needs to feel certain about her health. And so If she feels a little bit of tooth pain, for example, she doesn't put it off. She she goes immediately to the dentist, right? So that's another, that's an absolutely a way of feeling more in control is when you take action on something rather than letting it kind of just let it go and to see what happens. Oh, let's just see what happens. Maybe it'll go away. Maybe this pain in my side is nothing, right? Or no, you're going to take action because that's where you need to feel certain about your health. And Kimberly and I can t- can totally relate to you about that. Right. Like I take I take a tremendous of um, uh, what I think is a tremendous number of supplements to manage my thyroid and my health and, you know, all, all the things. And so that helps me to have a sense of certainty that I'm doing something on my own behalf in that area that is so important to me, you know. Like that's another thing to look at is that what are the areas you need to feel certain in? There are certain certain areas that it, that you have a higher need for that certainty. And like Mary Lynn was talking about finances, right? You may do things around finances that seem that seem um, a little a little bit quirky, or maybe you know you're really super committed to them because that particular area you need to feel more certain around. Whereas you may be fully capable and and comfortable being uncertain in other things in your life. You mean maybe it's your relationships, you're not so, you know, you're not so worried about those. And it's fascinating when you start breaking these things down and because it helps you, it helps you understand what makes you tick, right? What motivates you, what moves you to action. Sometimes we're not even in touch with what we value the most. And looking at the things that we do and our behaviors, and our thought patterns can really enlighten that and illuminate that. Karen asks in the chat Could it also be based on the environmental trauma, an experience that looked the same as that one thing that I can take control over? Well, certainly, Karen, a lot of our behaviors can spring from our early experiences and traumas traumatic experiences absolutely absolutely they can and it's worth looking it's worth looking deeper doing a deeper dive connecting those dots making things make sense to you and you know there's that piece that we talk about about figuring out well, why do I do this? Why am I like this, right? That's helpful, that can absolutely be helpful. Because if I know that I'm doing something out of a need for certainty, it allows me to address why do I have that high need for certainty, right? What am I trying to compensate or overcome that I could maybe work on? And the second part is the action part, right? The knowing why is great, it's awesome, it's helpful, but we can't stop with the knowing why right if we want to we want to progress in our lives and move forward we need to take the second step which is actually acting upon the knowing right so if you discover something interesting about yourself like oh i see that makes total sense now why i do this because this had made me feel safe when I was, you know, a kid or whatever. It was a coping strategy. It was something I used to, in order to feel in control. And that's why I do that now. Okay. Well, is that serving me? Is that empowering or is it disempowering? Does it take away my power? Does it keep me in a state of anxiety? And if that's the case, what can I do then to shift that and change that? Right. Because nothing changes if nothing changes. <laughs> As we always hear that, you know, people say that. So if you if you've identified through this conversation today that you're 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 doing some things that may be less than productive for you, less than effective, less than serving you in this quest for certainty, you know, looking at how you can shift that into more positive behaviors, getting around different people availing yourself of different opportunities to learn and grow and give yourself that feeling of safety. Give yourself, show yourself that evidence, look for evidence of areas in your life where you are in control, where you do have some certainty. And the reason that you can do this, the reason that you can shift this, these behaviors, these mindsets from disempowering to empowering is, as I spoke about Well, I think it was last week I spoke about that we get to choose. We always get to choose. You always get to choose. You are in charge. You are the boss of you. (laughs) Right? And that's an incredibly important thing to remember. So as we close, I'm closing my segment in just about three minutes. Who else would like to pop in? with like a 30-second 30, a 30 share on, on what this has got you thinking about this morning in your own life or maybe in the life of someone around you who you can relate to in a different way because of what we heard today.
0: I'd like to say that one of the things that I've come to terms with, particularly over the last year, is being able to understand that nothing is certain. And in understanding that certain uncertainty has made me rely more on my faith and that I can always assure is certain and it keeps me steady, focused and able to move forward.
1: Wow, that was a mic drop. Thank you for that. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, we we can try to create certainty in our lives and sometimes we succeed on a temporary basis or maybe even a long term basis. But you are absolutely right that there's very little that we're absolutely completely in control of and leaning into that. In the way that you described can be so helpful, so helpful. It also relieves you. <laughs> it relieves you of of the need. I shouldn't say the need, but the desire to try to control everything, because trying to control everything, as Mary Lynn said earlier, is exhausting. It's exhausting. It's like pushing against a a giant boulder. You know, trying to move it. I, mean, I, I can I can control everything. The thing is, you can't, right? So. So I love what you said about that, because the more we realize that we are not in control of everything, the more we can discern, and discernment is such a powerful word, the more we can discern the areas we do have control, and the more we can deploy influence in those areas, right? that creates alignment. When you, create, when you try to control things that you can't control, and you leave alone the things where you could have an influence that creates misalignment and misalignment doesn't feel good in life it really doesn't we're at 5:27. we have a, about just two minutes left who else would like to pop in i saw i thought i saw somebody using the emoji an emoji pop in here
0: well i'll just say monica i did sort of know a lot of that, but um, about myself, but I have to tell you because I've been so focused on other things, it just coincides, you know, correlates so much with what I have been talking about, you know, and sharing on here. Uh, I shared a story yesterday when in Justin's segment about, you know, scarcity and losing my car. And I think part of that, that piece I didn't realize is I screamed like a wild banshee when I lost my car and there were other traumas in my life. I remained calm and I think it came out of scarcity and that I watched it happen. So I was out of control and uncertainty. So I am going to go back and um, just review some of that. It just really brought it up front where I was thinking um, along different lines and I don't want to take up all the time to talk about it. So, but thank you for bringing it to the forefront i'm definitely going back to review some of the that thank you mary lynn
1: gosh that makes so much sense because when you look at your car it's your way that you create your income and and no wonder you scream like a banshee right that that probably poked a, a red hot poker right on that sense of uncertainty around income for you so so that you know that's a that's a very deeply held um you know kind of thing in your soul if you're scared about being able to provide for yourself and your car is one of the things that allows you to do that and then all of a sudden you are watching your car float away in the flood obviously that's i mean that makes perfect sense to me why you were able to handle different traumas and and with relative calmness but not this one like i get that totally get that so thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself today and everyone who shared.